there. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's absolutely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast. Did you hear what I said? Money with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's going on, good people? It is your man, Zoe Brown, and you are tuned into From No To Go Radio, and I am your development coach, helping you to develop and grow so you can go from no to go. This podcast is based on my book, From No To Go, There Is No GPS For Your Journey To Success. And I just want to greet all of you out there who are listening to the podcast. I thank you so much for your support. I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for your feedback. And I'm so blessed to be able to be here. And I just want to acknowledge everyone out there um, in the world who has been affected by this global pandemic. I think when we hear about different infectious diseases, we usually kind of reserve it for, oh, well, that's just for that country, right? But now we are in a time where we are all in the same boat. We are all in the same boat and we are all affected by this virus. And I pray for the families who've lost people. I pray for people who are currently sick. Um, And I just send out positive energy and and great vibes to all those people. Um, But I'm so privileged to be in a position where I can offer any type of light and good energy. And um, I, I definitely am excited to bring that to you today. We have someone very special, uh, a, a very good friend of mine and a brother of mine that I have on the show today. Um, once again, if you just tuned in, you're listening to From No To Go Radio. And this brother, his name is Eric Salvary. Um, some of you know him as Eric Boom Salvary. He's going to come in in just a second. But I met this brother um, some years ago. I believe it might have been, um, mm, it's, he, 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 may, he may know the date, but it was uh, you know, maybe about five years ago. We met in a network marketing company that we were both a part of. You know, he, he may talk about a little bit more about that later on, um, but we met in a network marketing company and we're no longer a part of that company, but we've we remained friends in each other's lives. We've done videos together. I did a series called The Class and Eric was in a few of those videos with me. And we've s- spoken to youth together in different places in New York and Virginia and in a few places. So we, we've done a lot. Eric wears a lot of hats. I think that Eric is really um, equipped for this time that we are in now. And ladies and gentlemen, Eric, boom, town salary is in the house. Woo! What's up, What's man? What's going on? How's everybody doing? <laughs> this is the house of boom, Eric, boom, salary, or just boom. You know, whichever one you prefer. Um, I'm in here. I'm in the building. From so to go, go to no. No to yes. Let's get it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know, uh, let me just ask, uh, how, how are you doing with this? You know, um, our lives are different right now. Right. It, you know, just from a couple of weeks to now. And how are you dealing with all this? How are you managing with the fact that we are now in a global pandemic? I've never done this before. and Neither have you. So how I'm are holding. you? Uh, that's that's the word I, I, I tell people. You know, everybody, you know, those random, you know, I want to check on you text. And now I tell everybody I'm golden and I'm taking things one day at a time. You know, 
right now, mm-hmm. there is a lot of craziness going on. Um, but I go back and I think about those those commercials we used to see back in the day, and you used to say, "Well, our mind is a terrible thing to waste," or, you know, "This is your brain, and this is your brain mm-hmm. on, brain on drugs." You know what I mean? Well, if a mind is a terrible thing to waste, then your peace is a terrible thing to break. And I'm not willing mm. to lose my peace over an invisible enemy. Um, right. You know, I remember, you know, in the Bible, you know, Jesus was on the boat and he, the disciples had been with him the whole time. They rocking out. He decides to go to sleep. The storm comes. They start bugging out. And Jesus got to be like, yo, peace be still, because man, he looking at the disciples mm. like, yeah, hey, y'all been with me all this time, all these all these miracles I done done, and y'all bugging out now over a storm, please. So I, I keep that in my spirit, in my heart, and um, I just keep it pushing. I don't have time to lose my mind, lose my peace, um, over an invisible right. enemy. You know, uh, it doesn't mean I'm not gonna be cautious. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna think about things and have concern. That's a big thing that people right. need to know. Concern is different from bugging out mm-hmm. and losing your peace and losing your mind. And, and so you go from there. Right. You know, I, I'm glad you said that. Um, This week I said to a few people, you know, what's going to get us through this is mental toughness and the grace of God. And I, I said that mental toughness because it's all about keeping your peace and keeping your sanity. You know, this is going to pass, but how we get through it is going to determine how we will end up. This is not the time to lose it. It's not. You know, you don't have a choice. You know, get down, lay down, or you can get up. You know, it's, it's a choice. You know, if you decide to, to, to get low, just get low and be humble. But if you're laying down and you let everything happen to you, that's when you lose your peace. And then there's a time to get up. And the time to get up is to Make, right. make make sure that you're responding to things and not letting things just happen to you. Right. Right. A- a- absolutely. Um, you know, th- this is a time to be very mindful. So during those quiet times, be mindful. You know, it, I, and I know a lot of people are at risk. You know, I, I, I used to work in child abuse, as you know, and I know a lot of children are at risk of being abused. There's a lot of domestic violence. There's a lot of people who suffer with depression and anxiety who are at risk as well. And I really pray for for strength in all those areas when it comes to people um, in our community, in our world. Some people are going to have some hard times because of this. You know, we want to encourage people to be strong, and we want to also hopefully leave people with some tips on how they can do that, especially in this marketplace. Things have changed for a lot of people right now. We're all working online. I'm glad that I already worked online and I've already had the capability to work online. And, you know, for some people, um, not so much. So you do a few things, Eric, and I want to, and, and I want Eric to tell you all what he does in hopes that it inspire you and see that there are different ways to survive and thrive in this marketplace, even if things change. Mm-hmm. So Eric, um, tell us about yourself and tell us what inspired you to follow the path that you're on. Okay, so telling you about myself, I, I unashamedly, unabashedly, I call myself a hustler. Now, people might not be the most comfortable <laughs> with that word, but I'm a hustler. And I, I joke around from time to time. People ask me, oh, what do you do? 
I'm a hustler, and then I say two bit. I put hustler first, and then two bit is the joke. Uh, now, most people don't like that term, but if I said something that Warren Buffett said, like, oh, I'm somebody who just embellishes in multiple streams of income, you might be like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, I don't, do, I don't mm-hmm. sell drugs, I don't do anything like that, but. I diversify. I, okay, let's be clear. <laughs> I diversify myself. <laughs> I try to diversify myself in a way where I'll always have something coming in. Um, so, one, I'm a personal trainer. Two, I'm a photographer. Good. I'm a, a writer. I also uh, I drive Uber and Lyft. Uh, I can keep going down a list of things that I'm capable of doing. And I, I bring those things up because it's interesting that. The other day, I got a text from a guy, and I also substitute teach, right? So you're like, Dad, right? Right. Educator, okay. He's like, well, Dad, you're doing a lot, bro. Like I am. I don't. I, yeah. Well, hey, you go from one thing to to another some days, but I, I I got a text from a guy who uh, also substitute teach, and I met him two years ago, and I remember he hit me up, and he said, uh, Eric, what's going on? Do you think you know can I collect my benefits during this time? so on and so forth. So I gave him my two cents. But then he kind of tried to get a little bit deep and he was like, well, what do you do? What are you doing exactly right now to make money? And I, and I, I couldn't explain it to him because it's just different for everybody. And for me, it's just too in-depth uh, in a sense of trying to explain to somebody going from one thing to the next. But I did feel encouraged um, when he hit me up because that, that reminded me that I do so many things that one person might be able to do one of the things that I do and be able to hold themselves right. hold themselves down in this time. And so I would say that in the last two weeks, I've gone from one day doing security somewhere. Uh, there's this, this, this one lady who is kind of um, interesting. You know, I do photography. I mentioned that uh, as one of the, one of the two things, first two things I do. And I remember if you're a good photographer, people will refer you. And one of my friends hit me up and say, hey, you know, I got this lady, she needs something, some pictures taken. I was like, oh, okay. And then I couldn't really clearly hear them what they needed pictures taken though, but it was actually pictures of feet. <laughs> now you were like, what? Like this lady, mm-hmm. this lady she is a, is a professional foot model or is aspiring to be a professional foot model. And she needs somebody to take really clear photos of her feet. Now, at first, it, it, for most people, it'd be like, "Wow, that's that's crazy." She's taking pictures of her feet. Like, who who are those pictures going? It's none of my business. I'm a photographer. <laughs> however, right, 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 right. <laughs> however, it, it reminds me. It reminds me. Go back to my point that there are ways to make money right now. I mean, I'm not saying sell your body in any inappropriate way. Mm-hmm. And you think about a foot model, you be like, "Oh, well, some people go deep down down a deep dark, and like somebody probably got a foot fetish or nothing." But Anytime you look at a magazine, you get a, 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 a what do you call those mill, the mill with the discounts on it and all that other stuff that they're trying, somebody trying to sell you something, mm-hmm. somebody trying to sell you. There are foot, there are hand models, there are people who are doing, yeah. doing things. Again, there are ways to make money in this world. Another brother, you may know, uh, his name is uh, Reg Warren, you call him Earl. Um, he hit yeah. me up the other day. And randomly and ask me to come to the city of all places. I'm like, oh, bro, you want me to come to the city in the zombie apocalypse? I'm joking. But he's like, yeah, I need you to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm starting my own tuxedo line. 
because he's a wedding planner. He's like, I'm starting my own tuxedo line and I need you to come take pictures of me doing some 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 things. And I'm like, what? I'm like, all right. And I go to the city and I take pictures of him doing that. See, during this time, it's a great time to take your creative juices and put them to work. There are schools that are offering let's talk about it. Schools that are offering free classes. There are other uh, other ways here uh, to YouTube. I can keep going down the list. There's a site called Skillshare where if there's something that you wanted to learn how to do, you could actually do it because guess what? If you're working from home, guess what? The excuse might be, well, I still don't have time because I'm working from home. But no, it's not because there's a 30 to 45 minute commute that's cut out your day right now. And if you don't have kids or if you do have kids, there's still some time that you can create an extra hour that you don't have to put towards getting up, getting dressed, doing this, doing that, that you can put towards um, enhancing your mind. Now, I mean, there's a book that you that you uh, that you wanted to write that you didn't write. Well, now's the time to get some some chapters in. You know, there, that's now, right. I was watching something the other day, and a guy was talking about what to do during a crisis. And one thing that stuck out to me is he said, "Don't let a good crisis go to waste." And I was like, "What?" I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. And he said, yo, really? Look at look at what's going on right now. He said, the worst likely thing that you could imagine is the least likely thing that will really happen. And I was like, wow, I never thought about it like that. That goes back to keeping your peace. If you can keep your peace, your, your mind mm-hmm. keeps from going to, towards the deep end of whatever else is going on in the world. And you can just focus on what's going on in your box. And now you can put that thing to good use. Listen. There are, there's a site. There are people hiring right now. Believe it or not, <laughs> you know there, there's right. Amazon. There's there's this UPS, FedEx. All these jobs. Uh, a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. that there are a lot of food services right now, and they all need delivery mm-hmm. drivers. Uber Eats can't meet the the, the the demand alone. DoorDash can't meet the, the the demand alone. Some people can't afford those services. So guess what? I've gone and done Uber Eats for at least three or four nights in a row. And every small shop that I've gone to that has done Uber Eats has a sign in front that said delivery drivers wanted. Now, listen, we're doing a self-distancing thing. We're using precaution, but I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with getting a pair of gloves, getting a mask, you sitting in your car by yourself. Most people don't even want to meet you. Most people say, say, leave my delivery at the door. So your your point of contact is really just you and the restaurant. You go, you get up, go in the restaurant, you pick up the food, you deliver it to whatever they do. You get paid for that delivery. Right. Just tips. You know what I mean? Listen, it's not the money right. that you may be making at your job in New York or or the tech job or, or, or all the other things that's going on. But hey, you're keeping the cash mm-hmm. going. When I'm trying to tell y'all, I can keep going down a list of things that that I I have have seen during this time. Don't let this good crisis go to waste, and please know that there are opportunities out there. Um, yeah. So I'll stop right there before I uh, we do it. Very good, very good. If you just tuned in, you are on from No to Go Radio with Zoe Brown and Eric Boom Salvary. He is telling you how to survive in a global pandemic. So you definitely want to listen to these tips that he's given to you. 
So, Eric, you're, you're a creative person. You just named like about 10 jobs and 10 hats that yeah. you wear. You know, personal trainer, photographer, substitute teacher. What else did you name? Uh, I said Uber and Lyft driver. Um, uh, Uber, you, you, you do Uber Eats, you know, um, Lyft. Um, and you also mentioned that it was one more thing that you said that you did. Uh, I forget, but I'm, I'm sure to come back to me. So, like, oh, you, you're a writer, too. He also writes, right. right? For the people that's out there listening, explain how creative people can support one another. Um, and before you answer, I just want to say one of the ways that I know I'm doing it, um, and, and you, you mentioned a lot. You said people are giving free classes. And that was one of the things that I did when this pandemic really hit us hard. I offer um, free consultation services. And I actually just got off the phone, um, off a call, uh, inst a lot, um, Instagram video chat with someone a little bit before um, we recorded this podcast. And I just pretty much explained to her how she can take her gifts and monetize them and brand herself in the marketplace. And, you know, I was really excited about that conversation. So there's a, like a lot of opportunity out here. So how, how do you think creative people or freelancers like you and I can support each other during this time? So that way we don't let a good pandemic go to waste. So let's go, let's go back um, to, to um, I guess, I, I hope I'm not, don't consider this copywriting, but one thing I remember the gentleman was talking about is making a list of things um, that you don't have or that, that you don't, that are not, um, in place during this pandemic and he was saying that if you look at that list and that list is long good because now you know what you need for the next time something goes wrong and if the, the list is short then good because now you know you were prepared and you're in a good place so let's take that mentality and let's stretch it out think of all the things that good. Think, of, think of all the things that you wish you could do if you had time and then start reaching out to people. Uh, think about the creative. We're doing this right now. This is a creative help. I guarantee you, if school was in session and everything else was going on, you wouldn't have time to record this podcast for me. Or we would have to schedule this thing months out. Why? Because you just don't have the time. But, but, but as you're available and I'm available, you said 3 o'clock on Sunday. Guess what? Even though we got <laughs> had some technical difficulties, it doesn't matter. We're available. We make each other think. Oh, mostly all creatives are available right now and <clears throat> if you're not then and you're spending your time again panicking and doing whatever else and you're weakening your creative muscles and so reaching out to people and don't be afraid to, to reach out to somebody who maybe you thought might not have gave you that time of day um during that time creating a list of things that you want to get better at I think that's so important. That's so important. Reading books. Now, I've said, I've talked about taking classes, but most people, we have forgotten the art of just sitting down and reading a book. If you actually sit yes. down and read a book and maybe just read, don't do, do you know, the speed reading that we do. Just take a chapter. <laughs> just take a chapter and let that marinate. For me, as a creative, that helps my imagination because when we're looking at words on a page, we, they're cemented different in our minds. And if we can cement those things in our mind, we, we grow our minds. We grow those synapses. We, create, we grow those, 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 those indentations that happen on our brain. And now you become mm -hmm. more creative. So I believe that you know, taking your time, reading a book, and really just 
digesting a book, letting it marinate, letting those things sink in, letting those thoughts sink in. We don't always have to try to reinvent the world or go for something new. Sometimes we got to go back to the basics. And going back to the basics is just enough of what you need to get that launch pad to get you to the next level of what you want to do. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Um, don't be afraid to be inspired by other things that other people are doing. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think that you can see that right now I'm I'm really not on social media. I kind of just hop back on and I've just been watching people. So I've been watching some of the people that I, I watch and, and usually like when I'm doing my fitness stuff, I look at something and I'll, I'll get an idea and I'll try to emulate it right away. But now I'm kind of just stacking content. And so good. What, what, what most creatives don't do is stack content. Sometimes we, we always have to create it and then push it out, create it and push it out. Almost create yourself a, this is a great time to create a library. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where now yeah. you have time to push whatever narrative you want to in a way that doesn't feel like you're force feeding social media or force feeding yeah. podcast world or force feeding anything creative project that you're going to do. This is a great time. Look, look at those people who create now. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this in, in, in with a little context. I don't know if those things are safe. However, I see these people doing these creative masks with like the the, the face mask, but like they're like taking cloth and they're designing doing designer face masks with like African print. Mm-hmm. I saw one that says um, um it's a good day to, to to share love or something like that. I was like, oh, that's yeah. dope. I was like, yo, no matter what, how you look at it, even if it's not the most protective thing, I was like, that's still a dope idea. Like, then you got to understand that. And it's better than nothing, better I than guess, nothing. right? And then, I, 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 I don't know if this is forward thinking. The other thing I've been doing in a sense of a creative is being creative with how what I'm doing with my money. And so looking at the stock market, making sure the savings stuff is straight, making sure that I'm putting stuff yeah. in the right places. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, all right, this is a good time to do this. Invest, you know, make sure that, like I said, I'm set up because we're going to recover from this. And when we recover from this, you know, you yeah. want to be better off than you, you were when you went into this thing. Right. So so basically you're telling us don't start spending all your money up like the end of the world is coming no. <laughs> because it's not. And it's going to pass, and we want to be well-equipped and prepared. And I love what you said about building up a library of content, especially if you are in a space where you're not really actively posting on social media. Maybe you're just observing like you are and kind of falling back and taking in everything. And if you have something that you're working on, now's the time to kind of build up your arsenal. I remember going on a social media fast. And that's when I decided to create this podcast and I started creating episodes and they weren't being pushed out yet because I wasn't on social media at the time. But once I was ready to actually launch, I had um, some material that I was able to launch. So um, that, that, that's really good advice, Eric. Really and, good advice. And just to throw on top, um, once again, just to throw on top of that, I, I don't mean to um, cut you off. Um, when, you, when, you, no, you when you do that, you become go, you move, you push yourself from being a creator to a curator. Have you ever good? I mean, when, love that when you when you create stack content or whatever, it's like going from walking in Times Square to walking in a museum. You know, Times Square, mm. everybody's walking around, everybody's doing something. 
you know. But when you go into a museum, to a Madame Tussauds, let's say the wax museum, you see the two waxes outside, but then you go inside and each room is carefully curated. I remember going into the, the, yeah. the museum and seeing one room that looked like the Oval Office and then one room looked like Marilyn Monroe and then this room looked like that. And when you curate something, when something is carefully carved out and you have time to do it, it comes across, the message comes across that much clearer. When you go to the Natural History mm. Museum in New York and you see the dinosaurs um, section, it took time to put those bones together. But with the message that you get across that these things lived a long time ago and they were ferocious creatures that were huge. You know, they weren't just like little, mm -hmm. little uh, greyhound, uh, greyhounds and all the, those other uh, big dogs. These dinosaurs were huge and you get the point. Like these jokers were scary. So then you take that and then you look at Jurassic Park and you be like, whoa, like <laughs> these, these jokers were for real. I don't want no problems now. A lot of mm -hmm. that is guesstimation, but still there's a message that's being sent uh, or a story that's being told and so it, you push yourself from being a creator to a curator or a poster to, to something a lot better. Good, 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 good. I love that. Ladies and gentlemen, good people. You just tuned in. You are on from No To Go Radio. And you are with Joe Brown and Eric Boom Savory having a great conversation about how to just stay strong in this global pandemic that we're in. So... Like with anything that anybody does, especially if it's something that you are passionate about and consistent with, there are always some type of challenges that come along with what it is that you do. So I want you to tell us about some of the challenges that you faced even before COVID-19. Some of the challenges that you faced as a freelancer and an entrepreneur, I always say that this is this type of lifestyle is not for the faint at heart, and it is a risk, especially I think most of us are conditioned to kind of follow a system of our work and our vocation and how we go about our labor and life. You know, you get that job, hopefully you get a good job and get good benefits, and hopefully you'll get promoted, promoted. If not, you go to another job and take that experience and get promoted. But you know, we're, we're out there um, sometimes, sometimes we're out there in no man's land, right? You know, meaning if you don't move this week, you may not eat on Friday. So tell us about some of the challenges that come with what you do. Uh, some of the challenges. I want to say two things, being on time. <laughs> and <laughs> that, that, that's a big challenge sometimes. And then overbooking yourself. And so... Uh, I believe those two work hand in hand and I'll say why I've often gone from trying to do one thing to the next, to the next. I remember uh, one time recently I had to take pictures. Uh, the lady hit me up last minute and the last minute thing worked in my favor <laughs> because the lady knew she could get me up last minute. So but I ended up being mm -hmm. a little late. <laughs> A little late. She, it was her mom's 70th, 70th birthday party. I did end up being late. However, it, it, it was like literally like the night before to accept the gig the next day. And then mm -hmm. just having, not thinking, well, yes, I just took this gig last minute. However, 
I need time to make sure my camera's charged, make sure every oh, I have all my pieces. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll take maybe just the camera and one lens and all the other stuff. But then because you don't have time, you, you don't know what type of space that lighting is. So you have an event space and sometimes the ceilings are low, some of them are high. And so because of that, sometimes it, it matters um, with the camera and how clear the pictures mm-hmm. come up because the light bounces off the ceiling. If I'm using my flash, I'm just thinking of, you know, uh, an event like a birthday where people, the lighting is going to be dim because everybody just wants to be relaxed and chilling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so you don't know what type of space you're stepping in. So you have to bring, make sure you bring all your equipment. You got to make sure the batteries. And that's why you have to be ahead of time, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And so yeah, you can, even though I call this a last minute gig, I call it overbooking myself because I still had to work the night before, still had to do other things. Um, I probably accepted mm-hmm. this gig probably like at 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, but I'm driving Uber. I'm a night, I consider myself a night driver. So I drive between like nine and one and two in the morning, which, and then I still have to um, get up, train somebody. This is again, throwing, an overbook, overbooking myself. Still, have, and, and, and you're a bouncer too. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure. If, yeah, he's yeah. a bouncer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, close, 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 <laughs> close, close to retirement, but um, <laughs> what, what I so this 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 is breakdown that day, the the night before or leading into that day. So, I accept the gig nine ten o'clock at night. We're doing this via email. So the line of communication, you know, kind of like you have to wait for the person to respond. It's not like text where it's just instant. You know, you hope the email went through, driving around, making a little extra money going over for the night. Because as I'm on, I'm on a schedule, mm-hmm. I pace my schedule to drive between like, you know, 9 and 1 a.m. And then uh, I get up the next morning. I have two clients I have to go train. They, they, one is in, I'll say, south of me not too far, maybe 20 minutes south of me, and then one is 30 minutes north. (laughs) I I have to to go back home, somehow eat, rest, get myself together, make sure I got all my stuff, get to the the venue, (laughs) you know, respond to the emails, making sure, because there was a couple last-minute, you know, details that that needed to be ironed Mm -hmm. out, and then have my clothes ready to go do security after I finish doing that. That's a full day. <laughs> that's a full right. This is let's just this is say from nine last night to two two a.m. going into maybe that was a Saturday night. Two a.m. two a.m. Sunday morning. I'm running and and so that difficulty of overbooking yourself. Then because you're overbooking yourself, you're running late. You, you want to take a nap, you know, so or something else happens. This, mm-hmm. that, right. Or, um, you you forget, you know, you lose losing track of time. You know, overbooking yourself is a great, great, great difficulty because when you're a freelancer, you kind of you don't want to say no to opportunities. Yeah, and it's a it's a you have to have a healthy balance of okay, I I I can do this and run myself ragged. Cool. I could do this and get all this money and then thing, or I could not eat, like you said, depending on the day or the week, you know. And then you gotta understand, as a freelancer, you still gotta pay your bills. The, uh, yeah. Nobody's nobody's trying to hear that in 2020. You know, oh, you know, as a grown man, 
yo, can I borrow a couple dollars to keep my lights on? Like everybody, it's not for everybody. You want to pursue your dreams, right. like you should have thought about that. You should have prepared for it. You know more than anybody. Yeah. Somebody who transitioned from that that one thing to even though you know being a professor and doing all that other stuff is, is not freelancer, but it's not as stable as what you the job you had before. Um and yeah, I'm well, you know, I'm an adjunct professor, yeah. so um yeah, and so that's at will employment, meaning, you know, I work at three different schools and I, I do um, teach, you know, quite a few classes, but that's not uh, at any time they can not do that. That's not guaranteed they can, at all. They can say you we're know? not bring you. Um, they can say we're not bring you back for the spring, and then you just got to find something to do for for a whole semester. Absolutely. Uh, so that overbooking thing, um, and then. What comes along with that is satisfying the customer or the, the, the needs of what needs to be done because the and I want to say this it's a difficult to, to be somebody who provides services for somebody and to keep your name good you know what I mean yeah well I'm so I'm so glad you mentioned that Eric because you really you literally mentioned something that I was thinking of especially when I talked about how I teach the classes and they bring me back, even though they don't have to, because that's based off of good relationship um, and good rapport with students and the administrators that are there. And so you, you would have to have good relationships with their clients and, and satisfy your customers if you want to continue being booked and get those referrals. So being booked and busy is, although challenging, I think we'll both admit that um, it's a good it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing, especially for a freelancer. <laughs> um, so overbooking another difficulty is learning learning what to say no to. Now that that still goes somewhere mm. in, in the line of overbooking yourself, which is sometimes <sighs> you just gotta say no. You know that's that's the, that's the thing. I remember one time. Um, one of the guys I worked with um, journalistically, you know, we had did something, you know, a big event with a big NBA star, but he had like a whole week, a, a lineup of things. And so we did that and it was, you know, we got that done and it's like, all right, cool, you know, business as usual, good job. And then like two days later, he's like, yo, dude, I got another event coming up. And I'm like, yo, I was like, he's like, yo, I'm like, yo, I can't do it. And that's a lot for me. And I know it would have been a great opportunity. It would have been mm-hmm. a lot of stuff, but I was just tired. And I, and I, I, I was at that point where I could have pushed myself through it. And I would have been like, nah. But again, going back to, you know, mm-hmm. peace is a terrible thing to break. You know what I mean? I, right. I would have had no peace because I would have been irritable. And then, you know, you know, who knows? what could have gone wrong if I had just said yes. So I just said, you know, no, I can't make it do thanks. I appreciate it. I know this is a good opportunity, but you know, learning to, to say no and learning to accept no is also another uh, thing that can be thing because saying no to something that, you know, you feel like you have the power, you, you got to say no even sometimes. But then learning that mm-hmm. um, as an entrepreneur, any business, um, I think harder is when people actually say no, even though you know you might be a great person to help that that person, whether mm-hmm. whether it's in training or or whatever I'm doing or photography, mm-hmm. 
And so booking busy isn't easy because sometimes people just say, no, I'm not interested or they, they judge you. Maybe something you said or, or did, did mm-hmm. they come across the right way or I could think of a plethora mm-hmm. of things that, that, that happen that go wrong that I've kind of found myself right. at so, odd in about. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to switch gears now because, you know, I know we were talking about quite a few challenges, but I, I want to let people know how they can actually acquire one of your services. Because you're talking about you do photography and that you do personal training. You know, what is like the what is your system of getting clients? Like, you know, if somebody say, OK, I just listen to this guy, you know, um, I, 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 I like him. I, I like to work with him. Um, how are they booking your, their personal training sessions or photography sessions with you? Uh, for me, I do everything pretty much social media or or word of mouth. Okay. Um, you know. Okay. If you follow. So, all right, and, and you're gonna leave your social media later. We're not gonna yeah. forget that. Okay. But I, I definitely want to know that. Um, you know, uh, because there are people who are are listening, and you know, and, and also about the personal training. Do you do any online training? Because that's going to be a thing now. It's not going to be. It is a thing. I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, thing it is. is. Yeah. So I, I found myself in a pseudo position where there's a gym. I actually do some things because I'm trying to learn more boxing stuff so I can teach it one day. And I go to a mm-hmm. particular boxing gym and they kind of hit me up and we were, you know, needed some social media services and some some other photography stuff. And we started using Zoom, which is the big thing right now. Uh, about oh yeah, I've been using it. Yeah, about mm, I want to say three weeks ago. Before everything like really like it was still like the COVID nineteen in the air, but it wasn't to a point where people stopped coming to the gym and people stopped working out. And we they got an invite to 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 do a Zoom class, and I was the one kind of handling their their media basically that night for that evening of doing it, you know, just showing them, you know, I was working the camera to make sure, you know, the thing was on the trainers and everything like that. And um, so they kind of landed in a perfect position. So they were about three weeks ahead of Zoom. So people were already plugging into their classes before, you know, they had to shut, before they at first had to do limited space and then nobody can be in there except, you know, uh, maybe one or two people at a time. And so um, I haven't started doing it yet. However, it's, okay. it's available. Um, you know, I can do stuff on WhatsApp. I can do stuff on Instagram. Um, I don't have uh, an iPhone, but there's also a thing called Duo, which is on Google. And then obviously um, yeah. my biggest thing, I haven't done many. I only have like a few one-on-one clients and those people have kind of been with me um, for forever today. But I do do my boot camps and I'll probably Good. when I get back on social media so I can advertise it. Um, when I do my boot camps, I'll do Zoom, um, use that for my boot camps. Good, good, good. So, Eric, what, what can we expect in the future from you? Got a lot going on. Are you working on anything else new that we can look forward to? Hmm. Going back to that. Um, creator to curator thing. There's some things I'm curating mm-hmm. on my social media. I also have a podcast, also Boom Podcast, that's being curated, and I've connected with some people Good. who are higher higher than me 
in the media world and just have some better ideas and kind of help me bring me up by the bootstrap. So I would say that just keep look, just you know, I'm not plugging myself too much, but just follow me on Instagram, House of Boom, and there's some things that you're gonna be able to look forward to um, with the fitness and the interviews. Well, with that being said, I, I need you to give us your Instagram tags so we can follow you and hit you up for some photography sessions, six feet away, of course, mm-hmm. and some boot camp sessions and some personal training sessions. Um, er- er- Eric has personally trained me. Um, he's, um, sh- you know, shot me before, you know, he, with, with photo shoots. So uh, I've definitely worked with this brother right here. So, Eric, how can we stay connected? So we can make you even more booked and busy. <laughs> so what you can do is you can follow me at house underscore of underscore boom underscore on Instagram. If you just put out just the two first first two underscores, it usually comes up. I'm usually the second person that comes up when it comes back um, for the personal training um, or boot camps. And then my photography, which is a whole separate page, is boom, B-O-O-M town fm like the radio station um so boomtown fm and you know there's a catalog of pictures there there mostly most of the media stuff that i do is on that page um but it's you know fm stands for fitness and media so you know mm-hmm. um, you'll see a lot of pictures that i've taken or anything that i've done you know with the speaking or anything like that that's usually on that page so boomtown fm or house underscore of underscore boom underscore for fitness. That is awesome. Awesome. Eric, um, I just want to thank you so much for this interview and sharing with our audience mm-hmm. and giving people hope because that's what we want people to focus on now. And you can make a choice to focus on fear, but we want you to focus on hope. So with that being said, Eric, if you can just um, spend this last moment to instill a final thought of hope into our listeners. Okay. So, you know, I'm not a super Bible guy, but uh, in first in James 1, 12, it says, Bless, blessed is the one who perseveres under trial because having stood the test, the person will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. So listen, you know, all this is a is a test, one way or another. You know, this mm. is this is the the test. You know, there's the the you know the SATs and then there's the pre SATs. The pre SATs is just mm-hmm. how to get you ready for the actual trial. This is a real trial. This yeah, COVID nineteen stuff is nothing to play with. However, prepare if you haven't prepared yourself, you can still prepare yourself. And yeah, when you're preparing yourself again, just remember to take notes of everything that you don't have or things that maybe have gone wrong. Don't react. Don't overreact. Allow things to happen. Judge them accordingly. Make notes of those things. Get better at them. And remember, never, never, never stop the hustle. The hustle still yes. goes forward. It's gonna go with or without you. I'd rather it go with you so that we can. I can see some of you or whoever's listening on the other side of this thing. Mm. Words of wisdom. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Eric Boom Salbury dropping some final pearls of knowledge. And I just want to share 
some words with a song. It was a song that I actually grew up singing when I was in college, and I thought it was a scripture, but I later found out it's actually a hymn, mm. which goes, time is filled with swift transitions. That means things that can change from one moment to the next. I think we've seen it, even though this thing has been growing, but life for us have changed from one moment to the next, and things are going to happen. The next word goes, not on earth, unmoved, can't stand, meaning all of us are in the same boat. None of us are exempt from calamity. I think we have a false idea that we think we're protected or special, but when it comes down to it, we're all human. And I think this disease has connected us all in a way that nothing else has ever had. And the last word of that hymn goes, hold to God's unchanging hand. And actually the first line goes, build your hopes on things eternal, meaning not these temporary things, but our eternal life and hold them to God's unchanging hand. So this is not a time to fall off, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a time to allow fear to pervade your mind. We may all have our moments, but this is a time to hold to God's unchanging hand and to be mentally tough because what's going to get us through this time is mental toughness and God's grace. And I thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. You have been listening to From No To Go Radio based on the book From No To Go. There is no GPS for your journey to success. You can get that on from notogo.com. If you would like the online version of it, you can go on Amazon and get that as well. And I wish you all health, peace, love, and prosperity.